Chalene, my name is Kay Blackburn, and I just wanted to say thank you for everything you do. I started listening to your podcast when I first got diagnosed with cancer a few years ago. I loved listening to you talk about interesting topics, and it inspired me when my life was really hard. Today, I find myself talking about your podcasts all the time with friends because what you put out there is so relevant. I get so excited when I see a new podcast posted because I always feel smarter and wiser after listening to you. It's like you're one of my closest friends, even though we've never met. You're so generous with your time, your knowledge, and expertise, and you inspire me to be the best version of myself. I just wanted to tell you how much I appreciate you and what you do. Shalene, you truly are thebomb.com. Love you. Hey, I'm so grateful that you're here. I want to start this off by saying I am so grateful that you read the title and you decided, you made a choice to take care of yourself. That's what you're going to do today. This is a two-part series. I'll release a second part later this week. I don't know what day yet. I'm letting things unfold as they unfold. I try to really be less strategic and more organic and honest and authentic and true to myself. And so I can't tell you what additional episodes we're going to get this week, but I promise you it's going to be what you need. And I promise at some point later this week, you'll be getting part two of this. And I hope that you'll listen to both parts. I'm going to share with you five really important steps today. And then I've got six more for you, six really important things I need you to do to protect yourself, to stay positive and to bring us all together. Maybe we haven't met, but there's something I know about you just because you're listening to the show, and that is you've got a big heart. You want to help people. You want to make this world a better place. And the only way we're going to do that is if we first take care of ourselves and we remember how important that is. So if you haven't already, please subscribe to the show. That way you don't have to remember that later this week, part two is coming out because you're going to need part two. I promise you. The world is a crazy place right now. It's been a crazy place all of 2020, and you're going to need part two. You just are. So please double check your phone right now. Make sure you're subscribed on whatever platform you're listening to so that I can help you take care of you. It has been such a peculiar, strange year so far. I mean, we can't deny all of the unbelievable, crazy things that have happened that If someone told you all of these things were going to happen in 2020, you just wouldn't believe it. And there are moments now while we're right now dealing with so much racial tension and reform and hate and anger and hope and healing while we're dealing with all of these things. It seems like COVID-19 was years ago. It's really kind of crazy. My grandmother just died weeks ago. I'm not going to get caught up in that emotion right now. I'm going to set it aside for a moment and be strong for you. But it's just Kobe Bryant died this year. Like so many things have happened already that feel like they were a lifetime ago. And just when we feel like maybe we're going to be able to catch our breath and do some proper grieving and processing and thinking, something new happens. I worry about your health. I worry about my health. I worry about everyone taking enough time, not just to deal with immediately what's in front of you, but to recognize the toll this is taking on our health. 
we die from diseases, most of which can be attributed to inflammation. Inflammation is created by stress, amongst other things. But like all forms of inflammation are in some way, shape, or form, our body's response to stress. And it has been my commitment forever to try to help people live a happier, healthier, fuller life. I want you to be happy. I want you to have a better life. And that's why this episode is really dedicated to helping you do things to feel and be more positive because I'm worried about the collective health of the people I love. I'm worried about my own health. I'm worried about the health of my family, my community, my country, and the world. So today I want to give you specific things that you can listen to, which I hope are timeless, but I also hope really relate to what it is you're going through right now. And these are things you can do right now. But most of all, I want you to have hope. And I want you to know the only thing you can control is you and your thoughts. And it's going to take some control. And it's going to take a conscientious effort on your part to remain positive. And for some of you, it's not remaining positive. It's learning how to be positive or how to get back in touch with that. And today I have 11 actionable tips for you. These are things you can actually follow through on. And I guarantee they're going to work. I guarantee if you do even a couple of these things, you're going to start to feel so much better. But I want to start with a message of hope and tell you how much I love you and how proud I am of you. And I, I want to apologize for underestimating my audience. You know, we talked about some really uncomfortable things last week. We talked about on Build Your Tribe and The Shaleen Show, race relationships. We talked about each other. We talked about hurt. We talked about things that were like terribly painful and uncomfortable. And let's face it, like my audience is, drumroll please, primarily majority white females. And of course, I've got people of color who listen. I've got every race you can imagine, every country. It always surprises me when I hear from people from all over the world who follow me, people who are gay or bisexual or lesbian or transgender or however it is you have decided to identify. I love you for reaching out to me. And it would mean the world to me because you are welcome here. It would mean the world to me if you were to share this podcast and ask others to subscribe because there's nothing more I would want than for this to be a more diverse audience. You're not just welcomed here. You're loved here. You're celebrated here. And I'm going to make sure you know that. I'm going to make sure you feel that. But the fact of the matter is, the majority of the people who listen to this show are white females. That's a majority. And what we've been talking about is really uncomfortable. We've called it white fragility, whatever it is you want to call it. I like to just call it like human nature that we don't want to talk about things where we are the perpetrator or we're lumped into a group. Maybe that's better stated that way, where you feel like you're being accused of something that's really uncomfortable or who wants to be told, hey, let's talk about how you've hurt some people, some really kind, beautiful people who didn't deserve to be hurt. Let's talk about how you did that or how you may have done that or how you may have been. 
Like, that's just not a subject that anyone's like, oh, that sounds fun. Let's talk about that. No, you're going to look for another topic. But you know what? You didn't. When we sent our newsletter out, which, by the way, if you haven't subscribed to my newsletter, please do. There's a link to it in our show notes. You just go to shaleen.com and sign up there. But we sent out a newsletter this Friday that we were fully prepared. We talked about it like we were fully prepared to have a lot of people unsubscribe just based on the very obvious subject line. We wanted to be upfront with people and say, here's what we're going to be talking about. And it's going to be uncomfortable. And I know that you can handle it. And I know you're going to be better for it. And I know we're all going to get through this, but this is what we're going to talk about. And it's what we're going to talk about on the podcast. And it's what we talked about in my social media last week. And while I did lose a lot of followers in social media, I'm so proud of you because the people who listen to this show, you are the lifers. You are the people who matter most to me. And I underestimated your heart. I was wrong. I thought that I would lose subscribers to The Shaleen Show. I thought I would lose subscribers to our email list. And you showed up and you shared that content and you delivered and you shared it in social media. And that speaks to your heart. And I am so proud and I'm so hopeful. And it makes me feel so positive. I just wanted to say that before we go much further and acknowledge your greatness. So number one, give yourself a timeout. And I know that's Sometimes hard to do when it feels like we need to immediately step up and react and respond. We need to, as you've heard many messages this week, not be silent. But there's a difference between taking a moment and being silent. There's been several experiences in probably the last probably five years that I can think of with either friends or colleagues, coworkers, where I was really upset and I decided I already knew my position. I already knew what had happened. I didn't need to pause before responding to someone because I already knew the facts in my mind. And those facts made me feel enraged or angry, noble, righteous, violated. And also that if I took too much time to think it through or to pause, I would be kind of letting that person off the hook or I would be tampering down, dialing back my response and that they might not understand how important it was or how egregious it was, whatever. But I also have learned in my lifetime that when I react emotionally, it's often because I perceive that something someone is doing or saying violates one of my own values. But when I do respond emotionally, I myself then violate one of my own values. It's hard to be principled. It's hard to find the right words. And most of all, it's hard to be loving when you are emotionally charged and angry. So I've had to learn (laughs) that when I feel that feeling, that the most loving thing I can do for myself and for the other person is to give myself a timeout. So that's number one, is you've got to give yourself a timeout. And when I give myself a timeout, what that allows me to do is to challenge my own cognitive dissonance. It allows me to sort through things. 
it brings my emotion down so that I can see the other person's perspective, whether right or wrong, I still need to see it. It also gives me a chance to remember I don't have to defend that which I already know about myself and my values. And that that often is fueling the anger that I feel and might be directing at this other person, which won't help matters. Nor should I ever assume that I'm going to be able to change someone's mind, certainly not when I'm in a heightened emotional state. And frankly, I've learned that if I'm not trying to change someone's mind, if I'm not trying to force that, I'm going to be much happier and much healthier. All that I can do is live by example because it's nearly impossible to, with the intent of changing someone's mind, change their mind. All I want to do now is open someone's mind. That's all. But it's not mine to change. Number two, I want you to think about the feeling that you want as opposed to the position that you hold or the belief that you hold. I want you to think about a feeling right now. So when you're struggling to be positive, when there are ideas or people or concepts, whether they're spiritual, political, cultural, historical, when we look and seek out information that supports our position, what we often do is create more emotionally charged fodder. And what I'm encouraging you to do, if in fact you want to feel more positive, is instead of seeking out those things which support your beliefs, seek out those things that support your feelings. I had to remind myself of that this week. Because it's really easy to find yourself for hours watching YouTube videos and Twitters and following people on Instagram and looking for all of these things that support your beliefs. But when you do that, you also run the risk of, again, that cognitive dissonance, that like looking and looking and looking for more things that support just that one thing that you believe in. And doing whatever you can to ignore anything that might challenge that belief, even though rationally, you know, that's common sense. Or this other belief that I have is in contradiction to something else that I think. And so what we start doing is we start looking for anything that supports us. It's kind of like when you're in a fight with a friend and you might call someone else to tell them the story and you conveniently leave out a few details because you're like, You know, what I want to feel right now is I want to feel right. I want to feel supported in my position. And so I'm going to paint this picture so I can, you know, give them most of the details, maybe not all the details, because I need support because I I want to know I'm right. And when we do that, it might feel better for the moment, but we end up seeing a lot of negativity. Here's the problem right now with social media and the news in particular, and just everything, even people in your life. When we start seeking out things that support our position, whatever your position might be, whatever your beliefs might be, 
we also accidentally allow a lot of negativity to leak in. If, however, you decide what it is you want to feel, and that's what you start seeking out, you will feel that, you will find that, because that what you're looking for, you're going to find more of it. Now, my experience might be a little different than yours in that I am, I hate the word, an influencer, but you know what I mean, like whatever. I've got friends in high places. I got people in low spaces. I got all the things. Any group that you can think that's hated, I have family members who are members of that group. I love all people. I know you know that. I know I don't have to repeat that. Having said that, I heard from both sides, not that there are just two sides, There's like 10 sides. I've heard from people on all 10 sides of whatever sides that there are right now. I have to remember that people reach out to me sometimes to calm them down, sometimes because they see me as a mentor or a leader or an advisor. And more than anything, you want to hear from your leader, mentor, advisor, big sister, you're right. You got this right. I'm on your side. But there isn't a side for me. But when I would hear these calls, and again, just pick a side of the 10 sides that are happening in the world right now, whether we're talking about wearing masks or voting or gay rights or Black Lives Matter or All Lives Matter or wherever you fall, I have friends and people that I love on every side of this. And the many conversations I had this week oftentimes started with, I've been getting so much hate. I've been getting bullied. I've been getting attacked. I've been getting so much pushback, like these things, right? And so as I'm having these conversations with people I love, no matter where they fall on the spectrum, these are the words I keep hearing. Hate, pushback, attacks, bullying, cancel culture, like all of these words. And so when I'm hearing all of these words over and over and over again, I begin to start looking for those things in my own responses, looking for those responses in my own DMs on Instagram. And whatever it is you look for, you're going to find. And I realized I was doing this, and I realized that your brain specifically plucks out things that supports your belief because our minds, we don't want to be wrong about things. So if we believe that our life is horrible or that we're never going to make any money or that someone has held us back or held us down or if we believe that the room is dirty, if we believe our closet is messy, whatever, like no matter how minor or how big it is, whatever it is that we believe, our brains are wired to look for more evidence of that. And so I started to realize I was looking for evidence of that and how negative that made me feel. And then what I decided to do is like, oh, I'm just going to rearrange my DMs right now. And every single time I get a positive, uplifting, hopeful, love-centered, constructive comment, I'm going to start moving them because I can create two different categories in my Instagram DMs. I don't know if everyone can do that now or if it's because I have a business account. But anyways, I can do that. And so I started moving everything that was very positive and uplifting to one side of the comments, right? And then if I saw something that felt like really mean or attacking, et cetera, I just left it over there on this other side. Like, I just didn't respond to it. And what I quickly realized is, like, there were very few, very, very, like, 1% of the comments were what someone might consider hate or pushback or attack or whatever. 1%. And y'all, like, (laughs) you're never going to change that. 
you could say, whatever, we live on a planet that is primarily round, and someone is going to say, you're wrong, it's square. And that is not someone attacking me or bullying me. That's someone who's just on, in their own world, they're just going to see things differently. And so once I started realizing that, I'm like, this is all really positive. These are loving comments. And that's what I need to focus on. And I decided then that I have to be very careful what it is I share in social media, on this podcast, even though I've always been one to present to you the truth or at least multiple sides and ask you not to make quick decisions about anything. I just want you to have an open mind. That's all I've ever asked for. Just have an open mind. But the thing I want you to have the most open heart and mind for is positivity. Which leads me to number three. Number three is to guard your state. And by state, I don't mean guard your beliefs. I mean guard your positive, loving state of mind. I have very loving, positive people who share my beliefs completely. And even those individuals might accidentally, (laughs) unintentionally, want to send me a message that supports one of those beliefs, but it also feels a little bit like I'm looking at hate from the other side, or I'm looking at anger, I'm I'm looking at rage. And what I do know is right now, I don't want to see hate and rage. That doesn't allow me to support that feeling that I'm looking for, which is peace and love and hope. So even when those individuals, here's how I guard my state, when someone who I love and I know where their minds are, it's not about me being on the opposite side of their beliefs or, or anything. It's just, I need to let them know, thank you for saying this to me. I don't even know what's in it right now, but if it's angry, if it's anything other than positivity, peace, and spoken with a loving sentiment, no matter what side it's on, I don't want to watch it, but thank you so much. If you find something that's loving and peaceful and speaks in that manner, and it can be loud. I'm not saying you can't be loud. I'm not saying you can't have emotion, but I, right now, for me, I have to protect my well-being or I can't be myself. I can't stand up and take care of other people. I can't do my best work if I'm in a negative state. So I need more positivity around me. Number four, remember that you don't have to prove you're right. Sometimes it's better to be kind than to be right. We do not need an intelligent mind that speaks, but a patient heart that listens. And that's a quote from Buddha. But it's true, you know, being right, proving our point, if you will, forcing someone, scaring someone, intimidating someone, coercing someone to see your way as the only way just forces all of us to pay the price of forgetting that we're human. I just never think it to be helpful when we are unkind impatient, or insensitive. One of the comments I received about the podcast I did last week with Kenya Kelly, and by the way, this comment came to me in a very loving and kind, constructive way, which is why I've been able to receive it. And that person said, I felt like at times, Shalene, you were being defensive, like trying to prove that you're not a racist or that you're, you know, prove who you are. And 
again, because of the manner in which that feedback was delivered to me, not as an accusation, but as a kind and constructive way of looking at things, I was open to it. (laughs) But if it had been sent to me in anger or if it had been said to me with accusation, it would have made me feel even more defensive. And it caused me to stop and ask myself, was I being defensive and why? If I Was I feeling defensive? And I would have to be honest and say, I was. Because as I stated earlier already in this episode, that one of the things that can really stir up anger in us is when we feel as though our virtues, like who we are, are being called into question. So it was an important and kind message delivered to me, and it helped me to realize I don't have to prove that I'm right because there's more than one right. There's more than one answer. I just need to be patient and have a heart that listens. And whenever I catch myself being defensive, I have to ask myself if I'm being those things. All right, number five is about self-care. And I'm also going to talk to you for a moment about running because I always think God just gives me, sometimes I can't run. Sometimes like my knee bugs me or my foot will start to flare up and I'm just like, guy, or my hamstring. Like I'll be frustrated because running for me is meditation. Like I, I don't ever run for a time. In fact, if you saw me running down the street, you would say, is that woman running or walking? Like literally I'm that slow, but I really do enjoy it. And it's a way that I give myself self-care and I've tried to do that this week. And so I want to mention, this is a opportunity for me to introduce to you a new sponsor we have for our show. Now, hold on. Don't go anywhere because you really do want to hear this. Trust me. You need to hear this because it's legit. I have, you know this, if you've followed me on social media, (laughs) this has been like a five-year process of trying to find the sock, the sock, the no-show sock, the sock that I could run in that didn't creep down around the arch of my foot. You've sent me so many socks. So many companies who've listened also have sent me their socks. Thank you. I appreciate you. So many of you are like, Shaleen, the search is over. I've got the sock. Try this one. And I'll order it. I'm like, "Mm, that ain't my sock. Like, Also, what one person defines as kind of a no-show sock or a low sock is very different from what I define as a no-show low sock. And we all have different feet. But I will say, I think I found it. And when I did find it, I did talk about it on my Instagram stories, and that company has reached out. And then the name of the company is Features, F-E-E-T-U-R-E-S. Like the normal word features, except that you spell it with two E's. So it's features.com. And so anyways, I reached out to them, and I'm so excited to tell you guys, these are the kind of sponsors I love. When I say, I love your product and I'm going to talk about it, would you be willing to step up and support us? Like, will you support the show? And so, lifers, I'm excited to tell you, you get $10 off when you go to features, F-E-E-T-U-R-E-S dot com, and you enter the code Shaleen. $10 off your first pair of socks. All right, now let me tell you why you will love them. First of all, I'm picky. I like a very thin sock. I don't like my toes to fall asleep. I don't like my foot to feel like I should have ordered a shoe that was three sizes bigger. 
there's something about the way these socks have been designed that they have cushion in like all the right spots, but they're also thin enough in the right spots so that it doesn't feel bulky. Okay, so now I know what you're thinking. I bought those kind of socks before too, Shaleen, and they get holes in them. These do not. And if they do, they offer you a lifetime guarantee. That's also huge. That says that they stand behind the durable, long-lasting way that their socks have been engineered. So if you do get a hole in your socks, you get a replacement pair, no questions asked. I love that. I also love that it's a family-owned business started by uh, dad in 2002, and now he and his son, John and Joe, I think it was Hugh that started the company, and John and Joe both operate it now. It's an American company. That's huge. And their mission is very similar to ours. They want you to be your personal best. So anyways, I thought it was appropriate to introduce you to this company who I hope that we can support. And they've got a bajillion different types, but there's a sock there for you. Brock loves them. The other day, he's like, mom, where did these socks come from? I'm like, dude, I know. I know, right? Anyways, I wear a size small, but I've also have a couple of medium pairs. Those fit too. So I don't know how picky you have to be about the sizing. But anyways, if you are picky about your socks, please go to features, F-E-E-T-U-R-E-S.com. And then again, enter the code Shaleen. That's just for Shaleen Show listeners. And you get $10 off. And it was appropriate to mention them now because I want to talk to you about self-care. That's a really big, important piece that gets missed when we're crazy stressed out. Yesterday, I had to give myself this reminder. I had to, I had to announce it on social media. They're like, hey, doing a self-care day, you'll see my post on Instagram. Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to lift. I'm going to roller skate. I'm going to laugh. I'm going to spend time with my family. I'm going to do some goofy things. I'm going to get off social media. I'm going to stop talking about these things that are really stressful and heavy on my heart and get back to some fun. And that's what self-care is. So don't underestimate that. And isn't it funny how self-care is the one thing that goes out the window when we need it the most? Isn't that interesting? So just keep yourself accountable. And the next most important thing you can do to keep yourself accountable is to just double check and make sure that you're subscribed to The Shaleen Show wherever it is you listen. Do you know that we're on Spotify too? I think that's pretty cool. So if you spend time on Spotify or Apple or whatever device you're listening to, just make sure you're subscribed because part two of this has six more really powerful, actionable things I need you to do to take care of yourself because we need the world to be a better place. And they're going to be very specific. And I thank you for listening. I thank you for taking care of yourself. I know there's a lot that you can feed your mind with right now, and sometimes our minds look for what's controversial, what's emotion-charged, and maybe it isn't always our first choice to take care of ourselves, even though we know we need to. We know we need to exercise. We know we need to meditate. We know we need to do these things. Well, I just hope that you will tune back in for part two, because I've got six additional things I really want to share with you again later this week. And if something else comes up, we're going to talk about it because this is a community. It's an organic community and it's a community where I listen to what you are talking about and I'm here to serve you. And the one way I know how to do that is by listening. I've been listening to you on the pod squad and I listen when you send me messages on Instagram. By the way, our pod squad is a private group, but it's open to anyone who listens to the show. I really want to invite you to be a part of that community. 
because that's how I have the best way of knowing what it is you need next. We're on Facebook. Just type in Shaleen's Pod Squad and stop by and say hello. All right, listen, I'm really, really hopeful right now. I have so many more cool things to share with you. You give me hope. You give me a reason to wake up every day and feel gratitude, to feel blessed. This is the coolest job in the world. I've had a really hard week of growth. I've had to say, sorry. I've had to say, I hear you. I've had to say, I got that wrong. I've had to say, I had to say nothing at times. I've had to do a lot of things I'm going to share with you in part two. And I love growing. It feels good, doesn't it? I know you agree or you wouldn't be here. I love you. I mean it. And I'll talk to you soon. 